Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Peyadaf Dalid. We are starting Gimel Amad Bey's three lines up from the bottom with the words of Shem Ben Lakish. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas Maris Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha. Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now yesterday we concluded with Machlekes Cheskin Rabbi Yechanan in regards to the carbon Chagiga is one allowed to spend less than two Kesef on this carbon. We now continue with another Machlekes regarding the carbon Chagiga. This carbon is a Chiyov, which means that the funds used to purchase the animal have to be Chulin and they're not allowed to be Maisar Shani. Now let's say this fellow has a lot of people that are going to be eating the Yant of Suda with him, and one animal just won't be sufficient. The Bachram are coming from all over, and they only want flesh, and one little Karmach Chagiga definitely won't be enough. So Shem Ben-Lakish says, B'Shem Chizkiah, Adam Teifel Behemus LeBehema, Ve'en Adam Teifel Ma'is Lema'a. A person can be tifel many animals to one animal, but he can't be tifel money to money. Now, what does this mean? So this person obviously needs more meat. So Rav Shimon Lakish says in the name of Chizkiah, what does he do in order to get more meat? The first animal that he brings, that's his Iker Carbon Chagigah, that has to be purely from Chulin money. He's allowed to add on or annex animals, that's what the word tifel means, and those subsequent animals are allowed to be purchased purely with Maeser Shani money. And since they're being annexed to this first Carbon Chagigah, so they don't have to come from Chulin. But a person's not allowed to do do that with money, which means if he was planning on spending $100 of chulin money on a little skinny sheep, he's not allowed to add on $900 of Meister Shani money and purchase himself a nice $1,000 ox. It's only animals that can be added on, and again, those animals are being purchased purely with money of Meister Shani. Now, Dalad Amun Aleph on the top, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, A person could add money onto his money and not animals onto his animal. According to Rabbi Yechon, what does a person do? He purchases a whole bunch of animals that are going to be as a carbon chagiga, and each one is purchased with a combination of chulin and Meister Shani money. So let's say that 10% of every animal is bought with chulin money, and the remaining 90% was Meister Shani money. But no adding animals onto his animal, meaning don't buy one animal purely with chulin money, and the remaining animals only being Meister Shani money. I think Mark continues with this, hey Chavida, what do we do in the following case? Ha'ilofan of Eser Behemais, he has 10 animals, all designated as a carbon chagiga. Vekiv Chamesh Biyantif and he brought five of them on the first day of Yantif. What about the remaining five animals? Are they allowed to be pushed off? Are they allowed to be brought on the last day of Yantif? Now, what's the question? So we know that on Yantif, we're not allowed to bring any karbanos to the base of Mikdash unless they're directly Yantif related, such as a carbon chagiga. But if a person wants to bring Nidarm and Nidavas that he has saved up throughout the year that he's supposed to bring when he comes up to the base of Mikdash, those are not allowed to be brought on Yantif. So the question is, what about these remaining five animals that he had designated for his chagiga? And remember, the funds that he used to purchase these animals was my Shani money. So the question is, is he allowed to bring them on Yontif. Do they really have the status of a carbon Chagiga? So if Kispa Amr of Kispa says, is Pagan Rabbi Yechon Rabshem ben Lakish, Rabbi Yechon Rabshem ben Lakish argue about this. Chan Amr, one of them says, Daicha, that it is Daicha Yontif, and we're allowed to bring these animals on Yontif. Chana Amr, and the other one says, Enoi Daicha, it's not Daicha Yontif. and I don't know, Man Amr Do, Man Amr Do. Who says this and who says that? Now, Amr Abzair, Abzair says, Nefarsh Milehin Drabanon will explain these words of the Rabbanon, meaning Rabbi Yechon Rish Lakesh, Min Milehin from other words of theirs. Rabbi Yechon Du Amar, Rabbi Yechon who says, Adam Teifel Mais Lamais, that a person could be Teifel money to money, Vein Adam Teifel Behemus Labehema, and a person cannot be Teifel animals to an animal, who do Amar Daicha. So he's the one that says that it is Daicha the last day of Yantef. We had just learned Shitas Rabbi Yechon on the top of this Amud, that when a person needs to use Miser Shani money to buy more carbonus, every single carbon has to have 
a little bit of chulin money in it. So that means that every single carbon is considered like a carbon chagiga, because even though Meiser Shani money was used to purchase this animal, but chulin money was used to purchase this animal as well, so it really has the status of a carbon chagiga, so therefore it's allowed to be brought on the last day of Yontif. Daladam based on top, Rav Shimon Lakish do Amar, Lakish was the one that had said that Adam Teifel Behemel Behema, Ve'en Adam Teifel Mayus Lama, that a person, he adds animals onto his animal, and he doesn't add money onto money, which we had said means that the first animal, that has to be purely from Chulun money, and the subsequent animals are allowed to be 100% Meiser Shani money, so who do Amar Enodaycheh? He's the one that says that those five animals that are remaining are not allowed to be brought on the last day of Yontif. That's because those animals aren't considered a Karmach Chagiga at all. And the first four that he brought the first day of Yontif were allowed to be brought, even though they were bought with Meiser Shani money. That's because the very first animal that he brought on the first day of Yontif was 100% Karmach Chagiga, purchased with 100% Chulun money, and therefore the four other animals that he brought along with it were able to tag along, they were able to jump on the bandwagon, they were able to be typhal them, and next them to that carbon Chagiga, and that's why they were allowed to be brought on the first day of Yontif. But now that we're on the last day of Yontif, all we have is five animals that were purchased with money of Maestro Shani. They have no status of a carbon Chagiga whatsoever, so we can't be Daichi Yontif to bring them. Nasr Shem Barvan, he said, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, La'aylam Humaisef HaHelech, he could really add on and even bring more animals with Daichas Yontif, and he continue being Daichi Yontif, meaning he continue bringing these animals on Yontif, Ad Shiyamer, until he says, Ein Bidatil Haisif, I have no intention to add on more animals. Now, this is a bigger Chedesh and Shitas Rabbi Yechanan. This is talking about even if he finished bringing all 10 animals that he originally designated to be brought as his carbon Chagiga, and then he decides, hey, I want to bring more animals, so he can continue adding on more animals until he verbalizes, I don't have in mind to add on more. And then if afterwards he decides, hey, I want to add on more, then he can't do so. And continue to explain the Mishnah we had said, Gemilas Chasadim. Gemilas Chasadim doing acts of kindness with something that does not have a shear. The Gemara explains, Hadad the Tamar Begufai. That's in regards to his body, doing Chasad with his body, such as doing Nicham Avelim or being Samech Chasad in Kala. That has no limit. But when we're talking about using his money, Yashlai Shear, that does have a maximum Shear. This is like that which Rib Shim ben Lakish said in the name of Rib Yehuda ben Chanina. Nimnu Beusha, in Usha, which is a place where the Sanhedrin was, they took a vote and they decided that a person separates a fifth of his possessions for mitzvahs. And this is understood to mean that a person is not allowed to give more than a fifth of all of his possessions for mitzvahs. So if a person wants to give tzedakah, he's not allowed to give more than a fifth, which is a chaymesh. Now the Gemara asks, Ad Heichan, up until where is the minimum? Meaning, what's the minimum amount of tzedakah a person has to give? So from Gamliel ben and Yonav, Rab Abba Bar Kahana, both of them argue about this. Chanomer, one of them says, Ad Kidei Truma or Trumas Meiser. Up until the combined values of Truma and Trumas Meiser. So Truma is one fiftieth of the crop, so that's two percent. And Trumas Meiser is ten percent of Meiser, which is ten percent. So that adds an additional one percent, making the total of Truma and Trumas Meiser three percent. So that's the minimum amount of tzedakah a person has to give. Vacharna Amar, and the other one says that the Pasuk tells us, Hashem honor Hashem with your wealth, and from the ratios of all of your produce. Now, what does that mean from the ratios of all your produce? Like you give from the ratios of all your produce. And what do we see is considered ratios? Truma is called ratios. So the other one says that the minimum amount of tzedakah a person has to give is only the amount of truma a person gives and not trumas meiser, which means it's 2%, not 3%. Now, we just said that in Usha, they took a vote and they made a takana that a person is not allowed to give more than a fifth of all of their money away to tzedakah. And the reason why they made that takana is because they didn't want a person to give all their money away. A person has to have some money for himself, and if he ends up giving it all away to Tzedakah, so now he's going to end up having to take from Tzedakah. So that's why they made this Takana. Now the Gemara tells us from Gamliel ben Inyana Ba'akumi Rabmana, from Gamliel ben Inyana asked in front of Rabmana, Ma'chaymish shan al shanim, ohumafsid kula. If you're going to say that he's allowed to give a chaymish every single year, so that means at the end of five years, he's going to end up losing all his money. 
He has $100 to his name. So you say, don't give more than a chaymesh, don't give more than a fifth. So he's only allowed to give $20 away. So it means every year he's going to give $20 away. And after five years, he's going to be left with nothing. So what do they gain with their takana? He might not lose all his money now, but he'll still give it away over the course of a few years. So Amrle Ramana told him, In the beginning, a person's allowed to give a fifth of the karen, a fifth of the principal away. From then on, he's only allowed to give a fifth of the profit. So let's say a person made a business deal, he made $1,000. So of that $1,000, he gives 200 away because that's a fifth. Now, if this fellow doesn't make any more money, so he doesn't give any more tzedakah. He'll only give more tzedakah if he continues profiting off of that $800. Whatever profit he makes from that $800, so then he'll take a fifth off of that profit, but he won't take any more off of that principal $800. Now, we continue talking about how much money a person needs to give away for something. So Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, Lemitzvah's ad shlesh. When it comes to spending money on a mitzvah, not tzedakah specifically, but a different mitzvah, for example, buying an esrig, so then he would have to spend up until a third of all of his money. Now, the Gemara asks, Mahu l'chol ha-mitzvahs ad shlesh, achas. Does that mean that all the mitzvahs he's going to end up doing this year, he has to spend a total of a third of everything that he has, or even just on one mitzvah? Now, how would that play out in real life? So let's say it's the beginning of the year, he would separate a third of all of his money, and he would have to budget that for the rest of the year. Meaning, when he comes across a really nice esrig, he's not going to spend all of that money on that really nice esrig, because he has to have money for his matzah's Pesach time. And that's what we mean, l'chol ha-mitzvahs, or maybe he means l'mitzvah achas, that he has to separate a third of his money, and he would have to spend all of that on one mitzvah, which means he would have the nicest esrig on the block. So the Gemara suggests, Sovereign Meymar, they thought to say l'chol ha-mitzvahs ad-shlesh, that it's all the mitzvahs collectively. Whereas Rav Avon Amar, he says, afil mitzvah achas, it's even on one mitzvah. But now we have a different gather of this shlesh. Rav Chaviva b'shem Rabbanon Taman, Rav Chaviva says the name of the Rabbanon over there. Who's Rabbanon over there? Over there is Bavel, since we're in Eretz Yisrael, so over there is Bavel. What did he say? Mahu shlesh, how do we chashbin this shlesh that a person has to spend on a mitzvah? Ledamim, that means a third of the cost. Hey Chavida, how is this done? Lokach adam mitzvah. Let's say a person purchased a mitzvah. He bought himself a beautiful esrig. And then he saw another esrig, which was more beautiful than that first. Ad alav. Up until how much are we matriachim that he has to return that first esrig and buy himself the new one. Ad shlish, if that new one is up until a third more expensive than the first one, so then he has to buy that new one. And he only has to do that once. So according to what Rav Chaviv is saying, it's not that a person has to spend a third of all the money that they have on a mitzvah. It just means that if he has two options in front of him, one which is a third more expensive than the other one, so he has to buy the one which is more expensive. Now what's the source for this concept of a shlish? Tani Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel taught, the Pasuk tells us, Zekeli van veyu, this is my God and I'm going to beautify him. So the question is asked, V'chi efshar layla adam l'navis as bayrei, is a person able to beautify Hashem? How do you beautify Hashem? Ella, what does it mean? And novel loy be mitzvahs, I'm going to beautify myself before him with mitzvahs, or I'm going to do mitzvahs in a beautiful way in front of him. I'm going to make in front of him a beautiful lulav, a beautiful sukkah, a beautiful shayfer, a beautiful tzitzis, and beautiful tefillin. And Abishol, Aimer Abishol, he has a different understanding of this pasuk of zakeli ve'anvehu. What's his lashon of ve'anvehu? Adam eloi. I'm going to make myself similar to him. The word anvehu is a conjugation of ani v'hu. I and him, meaning Hashem. Mahu Chan Vrachom, Avat Te Chan Vrachom, just like he's Chan Vrachom, so to you as well should be Chan Vrachom. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about Takhanus Usha of not spending more than a fifth on Sadaka. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.